0: loser and Ben Milstead my gosh we need an intervention for you
1: be the final play of the college season perhaps if Clemson gets a touchdown to win it the Bama can hold him out perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime Watson
2: touchdown
1: Hunter Renfro little man makes another
2: enormous play and Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates they come to California and strike gold out of bounds
3: yo you don't even know what stupid is it's about to get all stupid up in here
2: if any of you need anything
1: at all too bad deal with your problems yourselves like adults
4: it's time. All right, let's do this. Match point, touchdown, etc.
3: Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We are live on the Roar on a Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Quaggenbush, Ben Milstead, live inside. The Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. A beautiful Wednesday here in the upstate. Excited to be with you. 654-ROAR is the number. Six five four seven six two seven. 7627 Ben Milstead, good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? Well, that was quick. I'm good. That was quick. I, I appreciate I it. I just didn't want to dilly-dally. I want, I'm trying to get the ball out
0: quick today. I like your jacket, uh, Clemson you. basketball jacket.
3: Um, yeah, you are the chosen one over there. <laughs> I don't get any of this stuff. You know, can I, can I tell you, my wife and I have this conversation all the time where she's like, she gets my hand-me-down gear, so uh-huh. I'm very protective of the new stuff, but the like last year's stuff, she, she gets it all. And uh, we had this conversation. She's like, well, I like that one. I forgot about that one. And she said, it's short because it's cut for a lady. And I was like, "I I know where you're going with this. I'm going to nip this conversation right in the bud. Uh, this is mine. This is my uh, sweat jacket, and you may have it next year."
0: I, I'm very I'm very good today. Let's just start off with the biggest story of the last 24 hours, perhaps the biggest story of the calendar year thus far.
3: Oh yeah, I know where you're going.
0: Thank you to all that made it happen. Thank you. We we got it done, people. The power of the people spoke. The power of the show has far-reaching tentacles that go all the way to Doug Kingsmore Stadium. We had fans step up to the plate, no pun intended. Well, okay, a little bit of fun. And this was played in Doug Kingsmore Stadium yesterday, last night. So thank you to everyone that made that happen. I I can rest easy knowing my job is done now, and I, I feel good about it. Thank you to, uh, I believe it was Coach Hall on Twitter that uh, sent me a screenshot. I didn't realize my name was up there. Your name was up there. Oh,
3: I, yes. didn't even, I didn't even realize that. Mickey
0: told me that.
3: <laughs> so,
0: who, whoever did that, I really appreciate it. Um, let me see. Let's now let's make that a staple. Oh yeah, I I see it. I see it. Fantastic. I, you know, that's just awesome. On the Doug Kingsmore Stadium, Jam's winner.
3: Uh, you. So I think it was after the seventh. Maybe mm-hmm. middle eighth. And TV is pretty quick now. Like radio, you come back, but you can sort of like let it breathe a little bit. TV's pretty quick because you got producers in your ear going, okay, we're going to come back with this and this mm-hmm. and this. And so you don't, get to, you don't get to just sit there during breaks very much. Did you hear it? Did you I, recognize I it? I did hear it. Okay. And I, I, will, I will tell you, I stood up oh. and I looked around and there were like seven people standing. And I thought <laughs> to myself, these people might be stretching. Or they might be fans of the show. I choose to believe they're all fans of the show that listen. That I want to know. I want to know if you were at the stadium and you stood up during the song on purpose. I want to know if that part worked. I want to know if y'all were standing up, stretching, or <laughs> if you stood up in honor of the song just to be counted. Uh, that's what the Adams Go Roofing text line is for. Tammy from Syndicate says, "I was looking for you, Quok. Tammy, I was, I was in the, uh, I, I was in the zone. I was trying not to get too emotional about the great triumph of the program yesterday, and um, but but it was it was a great moment. It really was. We went from program to program yesterday, people. We did <laughs> like we we
0: graduated to that next level, and oh, that's fantastic! It also helps that the uh, that the Tigers won the game convincingly. Sure, I have a lot of questions about that actually. But, uh, you know, speaking of music, Will and D-West says uh, the new intro is really good, by the way. Thank you, Will. Appreciate that. Thank you.
3: That's nice. Yeah, we,
0: most of our shows decided to spice it up a little and change things up, and uh, it's good. And we, we're going to leave room in our open for you. So, something great happens, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, Uh, None greater than Jefferson Starship being played at Doug Kingsmore, but anything, Close to that
3: might make the open. Okay, so uh, first of all, you're not getting close to that. I mean, we we can we'll, we'll we'll scratch your back a little bit and we'll tell you, but just know we're lying. We're, we're not we're n- we're never topping this. Moment. I mean, we we just
0: we just scored a hundred points in a game. That's what we just did.
3: Yeah, like Not gonna happen again. 81's one's nice, Kobe R. P. Eighty one's nice, but it ain't a hundred. Okay, you're still nineteen off. Um. Yeah, I went in to tell Michael yesterday. I was like, Hey, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, um. We're listening to the show, but I have a request. He goes, and I'm not going to tell you who it was. I was the third person to go in there and request it specifically. Really? I was the third. He's like, so it's uh, it's done. It's been requested. And then uh, people did flood the zone with the uh, hashtag DKS jams. Hashtag on Twitter to uh, help great. the cause. See, I was not
0: aware of DKS jams until uh, last night. Or I would have just taken that approach. Uh, you know, there was, as I said, a... A, a baseball legend over there that uh was listening to the show that wanted to make sure that happened too he was on board so i felt good about it uh,
3: a couple texts on this text from 864 says i heard it last night but too stiff and cold to stand up i waved acceptable uh tamer from seneca says i turned around and clapped toward the press box but i caught a cramp and had to sit back down uh fair fair um i think uh i think that's that's noteworthy that people were trying to given their uh Given their best efforts. Sure. Um, it was a it was a good win last night. What questions do you have? I have thoughts on what I saw last night. Um uh, well, in no particular
0: order, maybe best to worst here. Have you ever ha, do you ever recall seeing a team, never mind Clemson, hit three grand slams in the first four games?
3: Nope. <laughs> I do not. Nope. <laughs> I, I It is remarkable. you know, um they had six all last year and have three in four games, and of course, um, the framing of that comes courtesy of Tim Bure, with whom I have sat for two of the four games with lots and lots of uh, lots of statistical nuggets, just pop, 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 just I mean, just flying at you.
0: Uh, so that's the first thing, and I actually missed the I missed the Grand Slam. Just, I was listening at home last night and, uh, and and missed that, and it was one of those situations where you know you walk out of the room and it's like three to two, and you walk back in and somehow it's eight to two. Pretty quick. So there's that. I I am concerned, and I I meant to look this morning and haven't heard. I know you'll I know you'll probably know the status of the uh, couple of injuries that you had uh, mainly uh
3: Kenrell was fine okay. uh, he came back in it looked bad because you don't you don't think there's any it came back in but you know
0: when you hurt your your shoulder like that you know, I would be a little concerned about some stiffness it has got a couple of days here to to recuperate.
3: I think the fact that he went back in the game when you were all you were ahead, you could have probably justified him coming out and somebody else going in. Um, you know, I didn't realize Nathan Hall had a stomach bug yesterday, and so that's why he wasn't in the lineup, but I was like, you could see a Nathan Hall potentially here. Mathis went over to center field at one point. You could move Crichton to the outfield as well and do some uh, some reshuffling there. So they had some options of people they could have used but Cantarello went right back in. It was, according to Eric Baggage after the game, it was uh, a similar thing to what he did. Remember last year at one point he tweaked his shoulders sliding into a base and it was kind of the same thing. People kind of thought, oh, man, maybe his shoulders separated. We don't know. But he ends up going back in. It's just kind of a kind of discomfort stinger type of situation there. But Tammy from Seneca said, uh, is that the same shoulder as last year? I believe so. Yeah. The other and
0: I'm sorry, who who was hit in the face last night? Jacob Gerald Yeah. Guessing that's a little more serious? Probably a little more serious. Um, again, I mean, I'm listening on radio and the description was not good.
3: Yep. I, I mean the description was good. The <laughs> what he was describing was not good. And Eric Backitch said, you know, it's, it it could be a little bit um, before he gets back in there. Um I don't recall exactly like how long he said, but he did talk about how that's one of the reasons they brought in Obertop. They have uh, they have a couple guys that can go back there and catch if they need to, um, but hopefully it's hopefully it's relatively quick for uh, for Gerald, and that is tough because they they put a lot on him. He was going to be an everyday lineup guy, whether catching or DH. He already had sort of a stiff back that flared up on him this weekend, so it was nice to see him back behind the plate. I thought that was great. Um uh, last night. And so, you know, it's it's um it's a it's a difficult circumstance for sure uh to kind of go without one of your two primary catchers, but the good news is that it it gives other guys opportunities to earn time. So if Obertop is behind the plate, that means more run for Cooper Blouser, more run for Nolan Naraki, more of a chance to potentially get Purify in the game, uh, you know, more of a chance for um I don't know, like Mathis can come down and play some first if you want. Like you can because Overtop's not at first base and he's not at D H, you can get these other guys in the game either at first base or D H while he's spending the majority of the time catching for the moment.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh that's the the update on Gerald there. Now on to a more positive note here, Quok. Um tell me not to get overly excited about Jaron Purify. No. T- tell me tell no. me to pump the brakes. Tell me he's just a freshman. Tell me tell me all of those things that keep my expectations in check going forward. T- tell me he's not one of the most athletic looking guys you've
3: seen <laughs> in a long 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 time um under the advice of counsel <laughs> I do claim my fifth amendment right uh against self-incrimination um i i would I would tell you this if Clemson if this were last year he'd be cam Canarella
0: You know, I was afraid you were going to say that. (laughs) If this
3: were like he, he's that guy. Yeah. Eric Baggage was asked about that after the game. And what he said is so obvious. Like I haven't spent a ton of time around the team, but Purify's name comes up all the time. And Eric Baggage called him a positive life force. Which What? what a positive life force. That's what he said. He is on the like the rising leaders. I don't I can't remember what they call those, but the like the freshman council. He's on that. Um raised by a single mom in Detroit, worked multiple jobs, like been through it, like meal just to a meal. Hard working fella. And he just what what Eric Baggage said is he's grateful for everything he has. Man. And if that's not the type of guy you want to be the flagship poster boy for your program, by the way, on top of all that, I oh
5: man, how far am I gonna go today? What am I gonna say? Let it
0: loose, man. It's not in your it's not in your DNA to hold okay. back. He's your best shortstop. Be your guy. He's be- your best shortstop. Right now, he's your best shortstop. Mickey's telling me about the double play that he turned last night, that really shouldn't have been a double play, but he made it into a
3: double play. Chufo. And I'll say that Chufo is a very good shortstop. Hinderleiter is a good shortstop. It sounds like you got, yeah, it sounds like you you got a lot
0: of options there.
3: When you, when I, listen, <laughs> Jaren Purify's turn at second base. I'm about to set the hook, people. I'm that about was about to set the hook. That was a shortstop. That's a guy. And look, uh, Eric Backage said, he's like, we, we, we may end up moving Blake Wright to third some so that Purify can get some starts. Great idea. <laughs> Wonderful idea. Yes, 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 and amen to that. Purify is a shortstop playing second base. Backage says second is his best position, probably because you have two shortstops, and probably because there is a lot on the shoulders of a shortstop defensively that you probably would rather give to an older player. Like, if you had your druthers, you're probably giving the, the, the sort of communication stuff to an older player. Listen, that guy, that guy is going to be an all-American shortstop before he leaves. All-American. Hook is now set. He, he will not win ACC Freshman of the Year, but only because this team is too talented. Like, unless you have a couple injuries where he has to play every day, this team is too talented. Last night, listen, I, the most impressive thing he did is he turned a freaking sack fly off the end of the bat into a grand slam on a slider away that was off the plate. People, you can't do that. You especially can't do that at, what is he, six foot six one? 190 190-ish pounds. I mean, he's well put together, but it's not like he's 6'5", 230 going in there. Listed at 5'10 180. I mean, like, you you can't do that. You can't hit that pitch out. I don't care if the winds, gale force winds out. You can't do that. I'm ready to call a sack fly. Good job, young fella. Get the run in. That's great. And the left fielder keeps backpedaling. Those two plays, and then the third one. The third one, and this is where you go. Oh, All right. okay. Hold
0: the third one. Okay. Hold the third one. I hold the third one. Okay chad the mailman is encouraging you to stand i think it's a little too early in the show for that a little but bit folks
3: it was in play right there it was in play stay with us speaking of in play Jerem purify <laughs> <laughs> stay with us hour one of the program continues 654 roar you want to join us on the phones on the adams co roofing text line we'll return for more right after this
0: hi I'm Jake Wilson and as the owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings, I'm proud of
3: the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five-star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it. Drop big pounds and never looked back. Look, like, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start Ph.D. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call Ph.D. because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com.
2: Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and post-season, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota.
1: Bosch is hosting a direct hire event for maintenance technicians at 1100 Scottsbridge Road in Anderson on Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 2. Recently increased pay rates and multiple shifts. Learn more at RSVP at hdijobs.com backslash Bosch. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Concerned about a potential gas leak at home? No worries. Fort Hill Natural Gas, your safety-focused energy provider has you covered. Natural Gas, renowned for its safety and reliability, ensures your household comfort. While it's colorless and odorless, we've added a distinctive rotten egg scent for instant leak detection. If you ever smell a gas odor, act fast and call the Fort Hill Natural Gas Office immediately. For more safety tips, visit FHNGA.com.
4: Is your crawlspace damp or musty? Water in your crawlspace can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawlspace repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawlspace is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176. Or visit CantyCanFixIt.com.
2: I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help
4: Liberty
1: Mutual presents How to Be the Life of the Party.
4: Okay, first turn the music off. Then ask for everyone's attention. Now, tell them that you customized your home insurance with Liberty Mutual and saved hundreds. Boom! Now everyone knows you're not just a pretty face. You have some brains inside that face that know how to save hundreds on home insurance. Woo!
1: Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Based on recent survey of new customers who switched and saved. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the UpCountry Fiber Studios.
2: This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar.
1: Serving the five counties of the South Carolina upstate. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. <laughs> The undisputed sports talk leader for the upstate.
3: Let's go down, you burn
1: We are 105.5 and 97.5 the roar, where
2: every day is game day.
3: continues out of bounds. William Quaggibush, Ben Milstead live inside the UpCountry Fiber studios. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. I can't wait to get back with Ramona today. Ask her how her experience with one-time plumber went. I can't wait for that. Uh, Because they, emergency service, got to have hot water, can't have sewage backups. You can't have these things. And when you do, when you need immediate relief, you call the plumber whose name is his number. That's one Tom Plumber. Three locations in the state, right here in Greenville. You've got Charleston. You've got Columbia as well. They are 24-hour service. So, and and they like, like they guarantee it 24 hours for these emergency calls. They've got tons of five-star reviews. You can see that pink logo on their trucks. And once you see them, you won't forget them. If you're in a bind with a plumbing situation, call the great folks uh at one tom plumber call the plumber whose name is his number that's one tom plumber you'll be glad you did that a lot of options out there but that guarantee man that's second to none that's one tom plumber
0: we were talking about the legend of purify and there was a third play i believe that you were going to
3: mention from last night was it a was that what it was so there was a great web gym on a diving play up the middle Okay, it was Chufo the shortstop. Balls bounces up the middle. And he dives to the middle, full extension, able to glove the ball. He flips it from his glove. Now, that's the first outstanding play. And I don't want to minimize or bury Chufo's part in this. Because that was the most impressive part. But the more times, because they went to review this, the more times I watched the play, the more I was impressed by Purify. And what he did. Because Purify is ready to potentially turn this. I mean, like his footwork is, I can catch this and turn it, so his glove's a little bit high where he can just sort of transfer and go. Well, because it's a glove flip from the ground, the ball goes way to his left and low. So Purify reaches down quick to go get the ball, and you see it like pop off the outside of his thumb. So it hits outside of his glove, Again, he's he's standing up. He's waiting for the ball sort of at a normal height. He has to dart down with his glove. It hits the outside of his glove, and he sort of like pop, pop, pops it, sort of juggling it with his glove hand, and then squeezes it right in his palm and shows the umpire. I mean, like, it could have fallen out of his palm. He squeezes it, never finds mm. the web of his glove. He squeezes it with his palm, and he sort of like worked it. Like, in a, in a spot where you're trying to get a force out, the ball's not thrown great, but again, you're not... I mean, that's that's fine. Chufo's, like, throwing it from his stomach. And he sort of popped it up, like, four times to try to work it into his actual glove. Highly impressed by that play. That was the third play last time. Where I went, okay, Chufo, it's madness that he made that play. The diving play up the middle. Purify, like particularly a freshman, should not catch that ball. That's a ball that goes off your glove, and you go, oh, man, would have been a great play. The fact that Purify was able to catch it was money, especially given that he came off the bag right when he caught it. So he's kind of like uncomfortable, leaning, 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 and he pops his foot off right when he has it, shows the umpire. They go back, pretty quickly confirm the call. That was the third play. There was another play, and it wasn't made. He climbed the ladder for a line drive, and I think he out-jumped the ball. Mm. I'm pretty sure he out-jumped the ball because it was like he was trying to extend, and he, it ended up like at eye level. So he kind of tried to bring the glove down, and it went off the side of his glove. That was another one. I don't love hyping people up, especially people who are not going to be in the everyday lineup. But more people told me about Jaren Purify. It was Purify and Kanak were the two guys that I heard consistently all through the preseason. People are not tuning in to hear you be
0: cautious and sensible. They need you to overcook it, baby.
3: <laughs> I, I'm overcooking it. Purifies a star. You'll be hard-pressed to find a better freshman in the ACC than that guy. And like I said, because of the depth on Clemson's team, he's not going to win freshman of the year. He won't be Camp Cantarella. They don't have a glaring hole anywhere. That that's one thing I've been really surprised by. Like this staff was incredibly confident and comfortable, and matter of fact, talking about their roster. And even when you sort of grant some of that, you're like, okay, but you have to replace like six starters. Like you got three starters. But if you count Gerald, that's four starters. You have to replace more than half your lineup. You lost your best pitcher and your closer, and y'all are just y'all are fine. Y'all gonna be better, maybe. And they're just like, you know, we're, we got we got some depth, we got some pieces, you know, we're good. And it's just matter of fact, you know, you can you can tell in the coach's body language if like if there if there's options or if we've got solutions. Like I've seen that before, where coaches go, well, you know, somebody could step up. We've got guys that we kind of like that mm-hmm. maybe could step up in these roles. I, I feel like this staff is talking about solutions.
0: Um. So four games in things look, you know they they've gone really well for the Tigers thus far. That that won't continue forever, because it is baseball. Uh, so we talked a lot about the positives. Four games in, what is your what's your biggest concern about this team? It, it doesn't have to be anything major. Just I mean where if there's a place to be
3: worried so far, what what would that be? It would be uh, starting pitching. And some of that is by design because they really have tried to limit the exposure of their starting pitchers early in the season. They've had quick hooks on guys. Um, they've gotten off to slow starts in their weekend game. Like, they fell behind in all three games. Um, that Again, that's – That's a tiny concern. But here's the thing. like I I said this on yesterday's show, or it might have been Monday's show. The best pitcher I saw this weekend for either team was Aiden Kanak, who gave up five runs in three innings. His ERA is 15. He's got the best stuff of any pitcher. He's just got to work on consistency and location. If that guy becomes a weekend starter, if your weekend rotation is Tristan Smith and Austin Gordon and Aiden Kanak, you can win with that. If Billy Barlow's in there, you can win with that. Um, Joe Allen threw great last night. I think Allen is a wonderful piece that you can throw in the mix. I like Ethan Darden still. I think Darden is eventually going to settle in and be a a midweek starter for this team after throwing on Friday some last year. So I think that there are some guys that I really like, but I don't know that there's anybody that I go stud. Uh, Texture points out stranded base runners
0: yes you know so I guess you could equate that to just timely hitting um I I don't get too concerned about that yet because I do think you're still as a coaching staff you're still trying to figure out your lineup a little bit you know you're not I think you would agree what what you see right now in terms of a batting order probably not what you're going to see Oh, you know, two weeks from now,
3: maybe. Well, and you you do have a lot of new pieces. And I'm, I am working off the, this is a statistical notion more than anything else. I am working off the notion that if you set yourself up a bunch of times, like if you set up 10 pins a bunch of times, you're going to knock them down. Like if you continue to load the bases once every uh, two to three innings, you're going to score a bunch of runs and not just with grand slams. Like, they they had 19 plate appearances, and I didn't count last night. They had 19 plate appearances over the weekend with the bases loaded. They only scored 19 runs on those plate appearances. They grounded into three double plays and hit a line drive right to the shortstop. Mm. This was a team last year that over the course of the season was absolutely brilliant for about a month. Like, like always, always, always got runners from second to third with fewer than two outs and got runners in from third with fewer than two outs. They always, always, always got the job done. And I think they're going to continue to get the job done. If there's, you know, Eric Baggers was actually asked last night, 10 runners left on base, your thoughts? And he's like, I don't worry about the number. I worry about, did we get 70% of our runners from second to third with nobody out? And did we get 70% of our runners from third scoring with uh, either no outs or one out. That's what I care about. I think that's something that's gonna happen through the season. Like Gerald and I don't even I don't even remember what well he, he got hit by a pitch. Gerald got hit by a pitch. Uh he was squaring around. That was a suicide squeeze they were running with second and third. Oh, oh where he got for Gerald where oh, no he got hit in the you? face. Okay. Um and so like they they are they are trying some things to try to to try to stimulate that. I would say that part was a bit of a concern, but I do think it's something that is going to happen. It's something they're gonna do at some point. I'm not worried about that being a 56 game problem as much as I'm worried about. You know, we saw the difference in frontline like stud pitchers in a regional and a super regional, and if you're if you're lucky enough to, to get to Omaha, um, I, I'll I'll tell you this. I feel like that's something that's still working, whether it's Smith or Kanak or Gordon or, or Barlow or somebody else. I just want to feel better about a couple of those guys being those type, like six-inning, one-run, shutdown guys.
0: Yeah, and on the hitting front, several people pointing out Will Taylor hadn't really gotten it going yet. I mean, he 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 hasn't he hasn't done anything yet. You know that he will. And yes. that, that will help with some of that uh, stranded base runners and whatnot.
3: Oh yeah, I I would agree with that. And like Cooper Blauser has done nothing but hit all summer and preseason, and he's he hadn't started great. Um, you also like they took some like twenty nine walks over the week. I mean they took a ton of walks over the weekend. Pitchers are going to hit the zone more frequently. Like you're you're going to be able to put more balls in, but especially guys like Mathis and Overtop that were pitched around quite a bit uh, when when Xavier faced them. Uh, let's go to the phones. Delvin is up with us next. What's up, Delvin? What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing good, man. Thanks for getting
5: in. Yeah. About that, uh, first of all, being this great song, man. You got them playing stadiums. That could be a walk-off song. It's already a, a, a wrestler song in AEW, and he comes out to it all the time. Really? On Wednesday night. I yeah. don't know who he is, name, but he's my favorite. I mean, his, <laughs> his, 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 his name is Ernest Cassidy. Look it up. That's his theme song when he come out. That's his song.
3: That's a really good wrestling song, I gotta say. That, that's a that's a great choice.
5: Yeah, that's what he comes out to on, on AEW in wrestling. He come out he comes out to that song. That's why I heard it from when I heard you play I was like, oh, that's that will be a good walk up. Now you know, need to get a a player to walk up, be a good walk up song to announce so, a player to walk up to it now when they come up to the that, back. That'll be cool. Yes, but uh, I I I'll give agree, agree you by by the guys on the team, especially Purify, man. And I think it's good that he first start that he can play shortstop or second base because you can get some guys some rest that day when you need to because I do play a second or short.
3: Yeah, I think these midweek games are going to be opportunities for guys like Devin Parks who we haven't seen, and Tristan McClady who pinch ran last night um, for Gerald um, at first base, or Purify, or guys like that that are that are trying to crack the lineup and close to cracking the lineup, but but hadn't quite gotten there yet. Um, that's going to be sort of where they get their feet wet. And I, I think one of the great things is you have a guy like Purify, you have a guy like Parks, you have a guy like McClady, who are, you know, in a lot of ways they're ready, but you don't have to thrust them in there. You can ease them into these roles so that they can help you later at a pace where they're more comfortable. And I think that's one of the luxuries of going to the portal and hitting on some of the guys they've gotten and then having older guys that are sort of in that weekend lineup right now.
5: Yeah, that's that's why I think we need. I, I think he'll be a good player, but I think I'm trying to temper the expectations because I don't want people to get the uh, expectation. Oh, we saw Cam and Rose do it last year. and can do it too. That's what I'm trying to say. Temper the expectations. I like that. I like that. You know, he can play. I'm like that. Explain, but temper the expectations a little bit. I think Cam is just one of those guys that hey, he just fit in right away and came in and just showed he can do this freshman year.
3: Listen, you're right. I mean, Cam was Cam was special and he remains special, Delvin. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks yeah, very thanks much. Yeah, I mean that's a really good point. Like, I, I probably shouldn't put the Cam Canarile expectation on, but in terms of like a freshman that's going to knock your socks off, Purify has that level of ability. And um, you know, if it were last year, or if he were on a team with a glaring hole in a position he could play, he'd be in the lineup every day. Uh, that you know, one one reason I don't have a lot of concerns is because Jaron Purify is not playing every day. I I mean that that's kind of a weird framing, but that's the way I would say it. Also, that they really had, like, they played really well on Friday, but you felt like they they left some out there on Saturday and Sunday and then last night, and, you know, last night was a a little bit dicey for a, a while, but, like, when you got to the end of the game, the outcome wasn't really in doubt. I don't think anybody ever thought that Clemson was in danger of losing a game last night or at any point this weekend. That's a testament to a team that's really, really good because I don't know if you noticed... Wake Forest didn't win last night. Vanderbilt didn't win last night. Florida lost this weekend. Teams are losing games already, just early in the year. Stay with us. Hour one of the program continues. More nonsense when we come back. Get in the zone.
5: Auto zone.
3: Welcome to
1: Auto Zone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination.
4: Get in zone, auto
1: zone. The Jangler's back, and it's dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. Hook one while you can. It's Bo time. Samuel Property Group is locally owned, proud to be part of the
0: Upstate community, and putting their money where their mouth is. If you know someone moving a loved one into assisted living and struggling to sell their outdated home, or maybe you have a friend with a property wrapped up in probate, what about a vacant, dilapidated home in your neighborhood that needs sprucing up? Make a referral that turns into a deal, and when they close, you get a $1,000 referral fee. It's that easy. SamuelPropertyGroup.com. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com.
1: For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service delivered, cleaned, and sanitized. Serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicaps, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family owned and
3: operated. 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com.
4: First, it was Seneca. Then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street. Featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection. And get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager. Served in frozen pint glasses. Dine in or take out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main and Central.
2: It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the Upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from On Running, Vans, Ufos, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Freefly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at ElkmontTradingCompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T-TradingCompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally... Go Tigers.
1: Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1 30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advance registration is required. Clemsonareachamber.org. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC, terms and conditions apply.
4: The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now, meet RAMP. The all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less not more with ramp you can set custom controls to stop out of policy spend before it even happens and ramp software even does expense reports for you no more manual entries no more chasing receipts and with best-in-class accounting integrations you'll close your books in days not weeks Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp and now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com/sports. That's r a m p.com/sports.
3: Tuning in from the car?
4: Stay connected to The Roar after you run your errands
1: using our app or website. Download The Roar app on your phone by searching wccp The Roar in the App Store or tune in on our website, theroarfm.com slash
4: listen.
3: continues out of bounds William Quagamish Ben Milstead All right, you you've got to leave soon going down the road to Atlanta yes sir um is the I, I am going
0: to Atlanta will sit in my section there with my rhythm
3: Atlanta rhythm <laughs> section <laughs> so sorry. you checked every box every box one. you checked every box um is that your drive down 85 playlist? That could, yeah, that kind of stuff would be on it.
0: You know, it just uh get you just a good 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 vibes.
3: Good vibes. I need to I need to do that because <laughs> my anger, my level of rage goes so sky high because I like to drive with like Especially during a day. Like I wanna I, like I wanna stay with it. I wanna drive with like up tempo, um, high energy stuff or like hip hop songs about murder. Like that's that's what I want. That's what I want to get me down to Atlanta. I don't need any of that encouragement when I'm driving. Exactly. I, exactly. I feel like there's just not I feel like that's not songs good about murder, he that, said. That's that's not what I need driving down to Atlanta because it's bad for my blood pressure and it's bad for my anger and rage. I need to go a little more like free flow peppy. I need a little bit of that, I think. Okay. So that that's why I was wondering. That I feel like you're in the right headspace. You're in the right headspace if you're if you're jamming to that kind of stuff. We need to travel together, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to travel with you. You don't need to travel with me. I would I'm I'm a ball of stress. I I'll admit that. I'm a ball of stress. I'm good company on the road, but I'm a ball of stress. Um you are going down for Clemson Georgia Tech uh basketball. And this is a this is quite a big moment for the Tigers. Uh quite a big moment for the Yellow Jackets too, I would imagine. They're trying to they're trying to follow up a big win on Saturday against Syracuse, right? Um this this is a bit of a weird spot, I think, for um for, I I would say for both teams, I, for sure for Clemson. Sorry, I'm, but for both teams. There's a lot going on outside the yeah, building right, right now. Right like, over my shoulder. A lot going on outside right, the building. <laughs> right over my left shoulder. A lot is
0: going on. Uh, yeah. This this time of day, we are like Grand Central Station here <laughs> at the station. <laughs> As, you know, people turning around, asking directions.
3: You you name it. Yeah, driving are. through the parking lot. Yeah, no big deal. Anyway. Uh, big big game tonight for uh, for Clemson. On yeah, it is. And, you know,
0: goes without saying they're all big going forward. I don't know why I am always nervous going to Atlanta, no matter how good or bad each of these two teams are. There's just something about playing there that's, I I don't know. It's tough. It shouldn't be, but for Clemson, it's it's been a tough arena.
3: Yes, last time they went down there, I don't know what the... Like, I haven't looked at the recent history of games down there. Last time they went down there, they won comfortably, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I was shocked the whole time.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you think about what happened in the first game here a month ago, uh, a double overtime game that Clemson had no business losing that game. They didn't. At the same time you 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 kept them around let them stick around their guards got hot and they're you know like they started hitting contested shots you you allowed them to get confidence in your building and they hit a lot of big time shots i mean we were kind of talking about clutch players yesterday or the day before i would argue that georgia tech had several clutch players that night including george and he's just draining threes in your face as the shot clock expires and game is on the line. Um, you know, could that happen again? Could they be hot like that? They could. Odds are you're not going to have another game like that. And I feel like Clemson is better not a great perimeter defensive team, but better than they were this time a month ago. That's also a game where Shefflin and Hall could do anything they wanted to do inside. Uh, they they owned the 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 paint. Hopefully that is your game plan tonight. Hopefully you get back to a little more of that. Shefflin and been in a lot of reasons for it, mainly health, but maybe he's been in a in a bit of an offensive funk tonight is the night you could get out of that also and i don't remember the particulars you had zero points from the three guard position when tech was here the last time uh you did have uh you you did have clark available but he came off the bench you know he was just kind of getting back up into form i i think he is a he's a much better much more productive player now than he was this time a month ago so my point in that is you can get offense from all five guys on the floor rather than just four or three in some cases um you know i i I like clemson's chances they're favored for a reason because they are the better team doesn't mean that you're going to win the game but you know if you do you play anywhere close to what you're capable of you win this game, and it's
3: it's not a nail-biter. I would agree with that. I, I was looking back at the box from... Because you, you said you got nothing from, the, uh, from the, the three position. This was the game that Dylan Hunter started alongside Chase and Joe Girard. You started three guards, so you didn't even really start a three, and you got 25 minutes combined from Clark, who was still coming back off the injury... And Chauncey Wiggins, they only combined to take four shots, and they had uh, what six rebounds, I believe, in the game. Um, that that was a game. Dylan Hunter played thirty-six minutes and fouled out. Yeah, and and
0: you didn't get you got uh, eight points from your bench, is all. In in that game, and that's you know you, you Georgia Tech got thirty-three. Yeah, Georgia, you know it's. It, it's hard to win those games when when that's the case. I, I think you're better prepared for that tonight. Now, I had forgotten about Dylan Hunter starting there, and you know you you kind of have to do that. They're a little bit like Syracuse in that way. They don't they don't have a a, a, a huge inside presence, but they've got a lot of guys that are kind of utility players. Yeah, you know, they, they can kind of go all all over the f- court be interesting to see what your strategy is tonight in terms of defending them i i'm gonna i'm gonna assume you're gonna start jack clark
3: i think clark starts and i honestly if i were clemson i would consider starting clark on george if only from the standpoint that i i think if you can corral george nobody else can beat you miles kelly's a good player Honestly, I'm gonna change my mind on that because Reeves was five for seven from three the first time, and I don't—I'm not sure I want Hunter or Gerard trying to close out on him. I think I'd rather have Clark on him. He did a good uh, job when George got Clark, penetration. Clark can't defend George. I don't laterally. I think that would be a problem. Yeah, I don't
0: think Clark can defend George.
3: But I—I I do think throwing more bodies at it. Like I think Dylan Hunter's gonna have to play more, and I think Beatle's gonna have to play more, and I think you're really gonna have to get up in his grill and bother them. Um, the other thing is, I was thinking about this. I, I, too, get a little nervous about this game. I think probably it's the prospect of losing twice to a team that is going to look rough. Like, that's, that's rough. If this team... I, I'm, th- this, this is the kind of challenge you throw to a team that can handle it. If you are the kind of team that you say that you are, you don't get swept by this team. Right, you take it personally what happened last time, you take it personally that you you uh lost a eight point lead with ninety seconds, you take it personally how you didn't execute down the stretch and you didn't get stops, and you funnel that and you focus that energy and you go and beat them on their home floor to settle the score, yeah, and this is one of those games i I
0: don't care what the final score is as long as you as long as you got one more point than they do i I don't care about you know, blown leads or any of that stuff, just just win the stinking game. Uh, an interesting thing is going to happen after this game, though, in the net, and, and I'll just tell you, there most likely will not be all that much movement no matter what for Clemson tonight. If Clemson beats Georgia Tech, there's a great chance they fall to a quad four game in that first meeting. Well, I, I guess in this one tonight, because they're they're teetering right there on that quad three, quad four. Um, so if you if you beat them, they're they're going to fall. Like your your first loss to them is probably going to drop to a quad four. Um, you know, all that I I don't really care about that either. Uh, just pointing out that it's one of those weird times that like you're going to help and hurt yourself no
3: matter what you do tonight it probably actually helps you if they play decently well and you win by an average margin like that sounds weird you, you the name of the game is to blow a team out but in this case it might actually hurt you in somewhat from a resume standpoint it might hurt you right to blow you, you, this you need team out. you need
0: wins so just just get the w
3: tigers by the way um now have two quad three losses um because of the nc state loss is now quad three after they lost at home to Syracuse last night. So mm-hmm. you've now got, that. that's the crazy thing about the net. Wake Forest picked up a quad one win because a team they played two months ago won a game on a day in which they did not play well and lost. That happened this weekend. And Clemson picked up a quad three loss from sitting at home. And, and speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Wake Forest,
0: uh, more example that, or more evidence that Margin of victory does really matter. They blew out Pitt last night. Which pit Pitt's been playing better than anybody in the league. Yes. And now that now you might want to look at Wake for that. Uh but Wake moved up 14, 14 spots. That's remarkable. Like they weren't playing a top five team. They were playing Pitt. And they <laughs> moved
3: up fourteen spots, but they beat him by a thousand. You know what's amazing about that, too? They moved up 14, and Pitt moved down 9. You would think that one of those things would happen, but maybe not both. It's like the Virginia-Virginia take game. How do you reward a team, like give them a king's ransom for how they played, and then blast the other team 9 spots down? Yeah, they wasn't quite a 1,000. Uh, Wake did win by 33 last night. It was the first time in their history they shot 60-50-90 from the floor. 60% from the floor, 50% from three, 90% from the line. Wow. That's how good Wake was last night. That's what they can do in their building. I mean, they're, they are very, very, very good in their building. Um, I was trying to think. I watched a lot of college basketball last night. I'm not sure anything really, like, super struck me other than Syracuse almost scored 60 points in the first half and then tried to lose the game. <laughs> Like, it, it's impossible to shoot that well and then almost lose. NC State came roaring back. That was a, that was a really, really fun game last night. Uh, ben, Godspeed up the road. Dubs only. Hour 2 is next.
4: WCCP FM
1: 105.5. Clemson, Greenville Anderson. WAHT AM 1560 Cowpens. 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar
4: attention golf cart fans salty fries has expanded to greenville bringing us the number one, number one golf cart the icon ev voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023 come experience the difference best yet salty fries golf carts of greenville can customize the clemson themed golf cart of your dreams.
1: save up to two thousand dollars
0: during the end of